Hello, fine kernels of Poptopia. This is a mini episode to explain some changes to bring your own popcorn in this, the year of our corn, 2023, and to give you a sneak preview of the kind of exclusive content you can expect, albeit erratically, if you show your support for me and this little podcast by patronizing my Patreon at patreon.com bringpopcorn. After I ramble for a few minutes here, you will be treated to a bonus episode, Patreon-exclusive, episode two of my mini Patreon-exclusive miniseries titled Buttery Golden Moments. Visit BYOP's social media pages, Instagram at BringYourOwnPopcorn, or Twitter at BringPopcornPod to see the accompanying childhood photo that goes with the story, which was also uploaded exclusively to the Patreon. In addition to the miniseries, other content on the Patreon includes random behind-the-scenes photos. And when I say behind-the-scenes, I mean from my life, currently and previously, bonus video content and text updates that tell you a bit more about BYOP life than you ever hear on air. I know podcasting is never on air, but you know what I mean. In 2022, Bring Your Own Popcorn had a goal of releasing two episodes per month, and we did that we did that shit with the exception of march which we don't talk about i set that goal just to see if i could do it and now that i did it i'm done done with two episodes a month anyway for 2023 and on byop will be releasing just one episode per month but don't worry if you miss me i will be live streaming a new show on twitch once a month as well this new show will tentatively be called Riff Raff Reads, and it will be a reading stream where I read and riff out loud with active participation from the chat. The reading choices will be academic mumbo jumbo. That is to say, things you don't want to read alone, but that contain information that you really want to have. Scientific articles are on the table, dry history books are on the table, I will be taking requests and letting the show grow into what it wants to be as it goes, but basically the idea is just something chill that you can listen to in the background, pop in and out of the chat as you wish, and learn and laugh together as you do. I have some gorgeous art and backgrounds for the stream created by resident BYOP artist Milk Surface, who you may remember from episode 35, where they talked about Jurassic World and their love of dinosaurs. Episode 41, where Milk sat in the host seat and interviewed me about a movie that's important to me. And this year's, oops, I mean last year's 2022 spooky season episodes, where they talked about a movie that made them afraid to use the toilet for two years. Milk is a very talented artist and comrade in popcorn arms, and I'm really excited about starting this stream. So find me on twitch.tv slash majesty and follow me to be notified when I'm streaming. Now, streaming schedules and bonus content are subject to various health issues and life issues of which I know so many of us have these days, and which I won't bore you with the details of unless you really want them, in which case just slide into my DMs and say, what's up, homie? However, I hope that we can continue to navigate this scary and constantly changing world together, whether it be here on the podcast, on Twitch, or on social medias. See you out there, kernels! And now on to the bonus content, episode 2 of Buttery Golden Moments, available with several other exclusive episodes only on patreon.com slash bringpopcorn.
Welcome back to Buttery Golden Moments, a bonus series on Bring Your Own Popcorn, where I describe a movie from memory and then read the real synopsis, and then tell you why the heck I'm talking about it in the first place. For this bonus episode, I'm talking about a goofy movie, which there will actually be a full episode on. But coincidentally, I also have a buttery golden moment with this movie. So to make sure I didn't taint the materials, I did write down my synopsis of this movie before I rewatched it for the full episode. So here's the synopsis that I wrote down from memory after having not seen the movie for 25 years before I rewatched it. Okay, there's this kid named Max who is like some kind of puppy-human hybrid. He has a friend whose name I don't know, but his friend really likes Cheese Whiz. And Max has a crush on a girl who is also a puppy-human hybrid, but she is more human than puppy, so it's a little weird, but whatever. Max hella wants to hang out with her over summer break from school, but his dad, who is Goofy the dog, plans a road trip with Max instead, and Max is like, oh my god, no, my life is over, and his favorite band is even coming to town, and he's gonna miss them, but he does a cool dance sequence anyway. Max and his dad go on the road trip, and they see a terrifying animatronic possum, crying children, Bigfoot listening to a Walkman, they almost go over a waterfall, they camp next door to their friends, who are also dog-human hybrids, but they have a really huge RV, because they are glamping, Goofy teaches Max to fish, but Max hates it until the end when he's finally like, fine dad, I guess you're kind of cool, but only after some sad and mean stuff happens. Then somehow they all end up at the concert of Max's favorite band, and he totally sees his crush there, and I think they might even talk for a second. Okay, and then here's the real synopsis from IMDb. Goofy is the single father of his 14-year-old son, Max Goof, although the two have a tense relationship. On the last day of school before summer vacation, Max and his best friends PJ and Robert Bobby Zimarewski hijack the auditorium in the middle of Principal Mazer's speech, creating a small concert where Max performs while dressed as the pop singer Powerline. The performance succeeds in making Max a school celebrity and impressing his love interest Roxanne, but he, PJ, and Bobby are sent to Principal Mazer's office. While waiting in the office, Roxanne speaks with Max and agrees to go with him to a party, where Powerline's concert will be viewed live on television. However, Mazer calls Goofy and forewarns him that Max's behavior may result in him facing capital punishment. Okay, honestly, I'm going to stop reading the synopsis because it goes into so much extensive detail, it's way too long. So yeah, so that happens and then Goofy takes Max on a camping trip to try to save him from capital punishment because he's like, oh, we need to bond together and we'll go to all the same places that my dad took me, is what Goofy thinks, and that'll solve it. Meanwhile, Max is lying to Roxanne, lying to his dad, just generally being a little dick pretty much all the other stuff that I did say in my synopsis beforehand is correct, except for a few minor details. And uh, unfortunately, Max does not learn his lesson about, does not learn the lesson to stop lying to people because Goofy ends up helping him actually get to the concert that he lied about going to, and then he impresses his crush by being on TV. And then when he gets back to town, she's like, wow, you're the coolest. And he's like, yeah, I lied. And she's like, that's okay, which I disagree. Anyway, yeah, that's what really happened. This movie came out in 1995, the same year that my mom and I moved cross country from California to Chicago, basically out of the blue. 
my mom had started talking to people on the America Online, something which I did not understand nor care to. And she met a man on there. And after they started dating on America Online, it was somehow decided that we should move cross country to live with this strange man. (laughs) So as I may have mentioned in the previous bonus episode, I spent a great deal of time at my grandma's house where there were always a ton of kids to hang out with. They were my, my foster siblings and I loved it. I loved my grandma's house. I loved my grandma. I loved my foster siblings. So we moved cross country and left everything and everyone that I knew and loved behind. What we did take with us was a small VHS collection and a Super Nintendo with my games Link to the Past and the Caveman game. I think it was called Mike and Og or something. It's a great game. I know I had the Star Wars box set for sure. I can't remember what else I had besides that and a Goofy movie. We moved to Chicago in the dead of winter. It was it was December and I had never seen snow before, so it was quite shocking. I don't know if you know anything about Chicago winters, but they are very intense. Whenever I was outside, my entire face and like inside of my face would hurt, like inside my nose, my eyeballs would hurt like from the cold. <laughs> I had never experienced that before. And obviously that meant not going outside at all unless you really had to, but then also I didn't have any friends or know anybody there, and we lived in a big, tall apartment tower that was right next to Lake Michigan. That's the lake, right? I was I was six years old, so I didn't really pay that much attention to what the lake was called, but we could see the lake from our apartment, which was up in the sky. Anyways, I was a tiny little very shy kid. Obviously, I wasn't going to be going outside by myself to explore and have to ride the elevator down like 30 floors or whatever and then be outside where my eyeballs are freezing out of my school. So, what did I do instead? Obviously, every day, day in, day out, played Link to the Past and watched a Goofy movie on repeat. Now, because it was December, they couldn't quite get me into school yet because like holiday break was about to start anyway. But after holiday break, I was briefly enrolled in school, uh, had a really terrible time and simply refused to go back, (laughs) which somehow worked. And my mom just didn't make me go to school. (laughs) So that meant it was back to my routine of watching a goofy movie on repeat and eating high dad soup. So I would like make myself some alphabet soup and watch a goofy movie on repeat. And it was very comforting at a time when almost nothing else was comforting. Uh, We were far away from my family, my friends, didn't know anybody, was experiencing horrible winter (laughs) for the first time. I was a California child, grew up in California, never seen snow before. But not only that, this movie, rewatching it, it's so special because it shows a wonderful dad. And I think good dads, like convincing good dads, are really missing from children's movies and just all movies. It might be better now, but certainly when I was a kid in the 90s, I don't know if I'd ever seen such a good dad. Like a dad who was like not super smart and yet not abusive, (laughs) like Homer Simpson, for example. He's kind of a a dud in the brain department. And then he also regularly strangles and beats his children. I watch The Simpsons all the time. So that was one example I had of a dad. Uh, And I did not have an example of a dad in my own family 
as much as I loved my grandma and my foster siblings, when I wasn't there, I so badly wanted a, a quote, normal family. You know, I wanted a mom and a dad. I wanted a house. I wanted to feel taken care of, watched after. But I didn't have that. But I did have a Goofy movie and Hi Dad Soup. And that is why a Goofy movie holds a special treasured place in my heart and absolutely stands up on rewatch. I fucking loved it. I will say the only exception is that Max fucking sucks. But even as a kid, I hated Max because I was like, dude, you have this like hella cool dad. Like, yeah, he's a dork, but he loves you and he goes out of his way to take care of you. He's patient. He lets you decorate your room however you want. You have a room. You have a house. Your dad clearly loves you. What the fuck is your problem? Why are you lying to him? And then why are you lying to Roxanne? Like, I remember not liking that either. I didn't, I liked Roxanne perfectly fine, but couldn't get behind the fact that he was lying to her and then she was okay with it in the end. I mean, she was like, kind of like, oh, that's a bummer, whatever. <laughs> like, Max fucking sucks. That's always been true. I've always felt that in my heart and I still do. But Goofy fucking rocks. And this movie is a blast and super fun. Look forward to the full episode that will come out later this month with Diana Hong. It is an excellent episode. Hope you enjoy. This has been Buttery Golden Moments. And now that you've listened to that bonus episode recorded in the past, go listen to episode 44 with Diana Hong, where she talks about a goofy movie at length and with great heart and comedy. Check it out. Okay, bye!